After 10 years of laughing at other yoga students, debating the pros and cons of Iyengar and Patabi Joyce, critiquing the knowledge of yoga teachers, and gloating at my posture in the mirror, I committed myself to the two-year advanced teacher training program of the Iyengar Yoga Institute. As part of my commitment for the next two years was attending a yoga class, a yoga class which would focus on my posture. First class, Friday night from 6 to 9 p.m. As I entered the yoga studio, I nervously sat in Virasana. And as I awaited the arrival of the teacher, I glanced around the room. I felt fortunate that there were six men in the room. Being the only African-American in the room, however, I felt insecure. And after viewing the warm-up poses of the other 34 brilliant, well-defined and flexible students, I realized I was in over my head. As the first quarter yoga teacher appeared, I was assured I wasn't the only African-American male practicing yoga. And for some reason, now that two black men were in the room, I felt my well-scripted movie was back on track. I completed the first quarter of the yoga teacher training. Sixteen weeks later, I attended the first day of the second quarter. I had read the curriculum. I understood the protocols. I even knew the yoga teacher's name. The second quarter teacher appeared and we began the three-hour yoga sequence. Upon hearing Utita Triganasana, I smiled. Finally, a pose that I could do perfectly, a pose that would allow me to shine in my own glory. So I struck a triangle pose, yet as the teacher walked around the studio, I knew it. I could feel it. She was coming to speak with me. And then it came out. The senior yoga teacher said, what are you doing in the advanced teacher training program? The room went silent. My breathing stopped. And as I stood in Utita Triganasana, tears began to roll from my eyes. So quickly, I ran to the bathroom to cry. At that particular moment, I felt this yoga teacher ruined my perfectly scripted movie. This yoga teacher insulted my glorious yoga pose. And this yoga teacher embarrassed me in front of 34 of my yoga peers. I contemplated exiting stage left, tiptoeing out the bathroom 
and running out the back door. Yet, I needed my shoes, the shoes that were in the yoga studio. After 10 minutes of hiding, crying, screaming, and crying again, I returned to the yoga studio. I finished the yoga class, and for the next week, I contemplated, what am I doing in the advanced teacher training program? And then came my awakening. I realized by asking a simple question, my second quarter teacher stopped the filming of my perfect movie. For a moment, the teacher had removed my glorious ego and restored humility to my life. I realized I was in the advanced teacher training program to learn to stand with integrity and acquire a deeper knowledge of the meaning of yoga. And in order to stand with integrity and or practice hatha yoga, I had to quit debating over the pros and cons of various yoga styles. I had to quit criticizing the knowledge of various yoga teachers. I had to quit gloating at my self-claimed glorious postures. I had to sit quietly and listen closely. Also, I learned, regardless of which branch of yoga, yoga begins with the removal of the ego, allowing the possibility to see clearly, allowing the possibility to learn. Well, of the 34 yoga students in the two-year teaching training program, Seven yoga students endured the training, released their egos, and graduated. Presently, 19 years later, I still remember that yoga class. I have developed great respect for my second quarter yoga teacher. I am thankful for the wisdom of the elders. And I am still a teacher of Hatha Yoga.